Some Man City fan apparently slugged him. Oh, I like Jeremy. Shit, you're old. It was a direct attack at you. Like, you look every bit 30, huh? He'll be killed by a number of men in the dugout. Watch, watch, rumbles on. Pina colada, large one. Yes, coming in hot, football played on paper podcast, episode 16, season 2. On this week's pod, Nemanja Manic knees someone in the balls, Derby go broke, Martial has a Ballon d'Or clause in his contract, and another London Derby, and we're back with our bet of the week. Um, and to get us through this, we've got the three blind mice I'm calling them today. Job, how are you? Yeah, really good, mate. Buzzing for this. How about you? Bun- yeah, yeah, very well. Barney, good. Yeah, very good. Thanks, John. And Halsey, better late than never. How are you? Yeah, exactly right. I'm think, thanks for waiting for me, boys. <laughs> All good. All right, stack show. Um, as I said off the top, so Barn, let's go. Weekly happenings. All righty. So first one is, uh, this is a pretty ridiculous one. So a little nation by the name of Suriname, and I've definitely got that right, uh, have a vice president called Ronnie Brunswick. And he's... Strong name. Yeah, very strong name. So he's just gone and... Uh, Bought a club into Moangatapo and named himself captain, president of the club, uh, and also starting forward in the uh, in a Concacaf game they had just just recently over the weekend. Which, unsurprisingly, they lost six nil. Josh, um, what are your thoughts on this? No prizes for guessing what his favourite movie is. That's, Jack, that's Jackie Moon, isn't it? Yeah, he's changing his name to Jackie Moon. Moon. <laughs> it's actually powerful. Yeah. <laughs> He's playing exactly. a football manager in real life. I think he's going to, the next home game too, he plans to wrestle a bear at halftime apparently. So <laughs> got fans in somehow. Yeah. So it was also footage of him at the end of the game handing out money to his teammates and the staff. So obviously not everyone was in agreement with it and that's how he got him over the line. Was he um, even bothering with a brown paper bag, Barn, or just handing out stats? Nah, literally just like flicking <laughs> flicking notes off his hand at people. Um, and then not to be out... <laughs> At done again. He's he also renamed the stadium after himself, so mm. it's now the Ronnie Brunswick Stadion. Yeah, so, humble man too, which is good. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like a real good guy. That's we need, awesome. We need more hands-on owners like this. I feel like this is the way Stan Kroenke's going at Arsenal. Like it's the only way he's going to solve it. <laughs> I, I was thinking Mike Ashley playing on the wing. <laughs> Mike Ashley would just have dart. And <laughs> Everyone's like, "Hey, Mike, you haven't done any sprints." He's like, "With left foot like this, you don't need sprints." <laughs> All righty, let's take a little trip to Austria. And uh, in the ninth tier of Austrian football, a player has received a 48-game ban. Yeah, I know. You can't write this shit. So uh, he's got a 48-game ban. So this is Rashid Arsenukhaev. Got a a second yellow for implying a headbutt in the game. Then he turned to the ref and said, uh, I'll show you what's punishable and headbutted his opponent, breaking his nose. Wow. And so he got a 48-game ban, which is the longest possible ban, and police are investigating this as well. 48 seems a bit harsh. <laughs> yeah, can we see this incident? <laughs> How do you imply a headbutt for the second yellow there? Like, oh, sort of I, like motioning. Pos- yeah, 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 it might have been one yeah. of those ones where they like get their heads together and they like lean forward a little and then he's just been like, all right, that's enough, you're off. Yeah, so I think he <clears> might have some anger management so- issues. Barney, how many um, uh, matches in a season in the Austrian ninth tier just for those playing at home so we know how many seasons he'll miss? Oh, I think, you know, I watch it fairly closely. I think it's about 38, so he's probably out for a season and a bit. It's not too bad, really. 
just like an ACL, maybe. Probably, well, probably not enough for headbutting a referee. No, like no, no. He, he, he headbutted the opponent. His opponent. Oh, that's that's fine. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, and forty-eight games for a headbutt. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Nah, that's excessive. But he, um, but I think the problem is, is even if he comes back from those forty-eight, he could potentially then be on a uh, sentence in jail. So. So is you that know. still yeah? Can, is that, can um, he serve them concurrently, like getting back in sooner? <laughs> yeah. Or? yeah, he can't play, play for the jail. jail. Team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> even Ronaldinho. Is that even a professional league? The Austrian ninth tier, like semi-pro. Oh, you're, asking yeah. all, you're asking all the wrong questions. Here. The- <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, but another guy. Should we talk more? About yeah, that? that's that's pretty that's pretty standard stuff, though. Alrighty, let's let's go over to Turkey where Mario Balotelli's got back in the news where he belongs. He couldn't stay out <laughs> for too long, so Balotelli scored a. Huge deflection goal. Looked all right, but then caught a massive deflection, was going and went in. Um, so then he ran over. So he's playing for uh, Adana uh, Dermaspor, I think. And he ran over to the coach of the Besiktas team and uh, pointed at his head, was pointing at his head uh, as, as a reference to what uh, Yeltsin said to him uh, back in 2013. Do you remember the infamous backheel goal he tried to do on preseason tour in the US? Yep. Completely botched it, got dragged. Yeah, iconic moment in football history. So Yalston was a pundit at the time and said he hasn't got a brain in his head. He should be uh, fired for for trying to do that. And then uh, Balotelli went over and pointed his brain in front of him after he scored, got a yellow card. Um, Then the president of his club apologized after the game. Uh, Balotelli, now doubles down, posts on Instagram, I have big balls and a big brain. Jeez, there you go. I like that. Um, that time he set fireworks off in his bathroom when he's playing for Manchester City would imply something very different. But yeah, there you go. Yeah, smart dude. Smart dude. Um, it's good that he's down in what is it, Turkish first tier, kicking balls around. So that that implies that Dalsin wasn't wrong, doesn't it? No. Yeah, I mean his whole career implies that Yalsin probably wasn't off, far off the mark. So uh, last one here is James Rodriguez is off to Qatar. Do you, oh. do you, know, do you have the na- exact name of the club he's gone to? I, couldn't I don't, find it. but it's in the country of Qatar. Um, yeah. And they pay big dollars, Sam. That's all you need to know. So you think he- we saw this coming a little bit? Yes. Yeah, Job, you eat your words. You said um, he'd land at Everton, everything would go really well. This feels like a really good fit for him. You couldn't imagine a better club <laughs> or a better fit. I can't believe he's gone there, finally and worked it out. And now look at Yeah, I think I think I said he's gonna roll his sleeves up, just pull his weight defensively. Um he'll after that first good month, he'll just keep working at his game, keep improving, um, and he'll get better. No, look, I think <clears> this was coming for some time, wasn't it? And they'd be happy to get his wages off the books. Oh yeah, for sure. For the yeah, output exactly. they get from him. Yeah, I don't think anyone thought this was going to go well when he went to Everton, did they? So, to be honest, it's probably a good move for him. He doesn't have to run at all and gets paid bucket loads of cash. So, yeah. good for everyone involved. All righty, let's get straight into the games. And we've got a humdinger to start. It's Chelsea versus Man City, the early game on uh, Saturday night. It is looking very tasty. Sean, how do you see this one playing out? Um, well, I think Tommy Took's got uh, Pep's number. Um, so Chelsea became the first team in um, history to win four matches in a row against Pep Guardiola teams. So I think I'm going to go for Chelsea here. The recent form suggests that also. Like um, obviously, uh, Man City lost their their first fixture, drew last week, a bit stuttering um, performances and stuff like that as well. So I think yeah, for me Chelsea are just in much better form, and um, yeah, I, I just think Chelsea will get it done, especially at home in their weird shed of a stadium. 
Yeah. So Chelsea have won uh, four of the last five games between these two teams. Three and, big ones uh, too, Barney. Three big ones there. Yeah, FA Cup, yeah. Premier League and the Champions League. Yeah, exactly. And and Tuchel's played him three times already in the Premier League and, and hasn't lost. Uh, which is oh not sorry not the Premier League played him three times since he's moved to the Premier League and hasn't lost. Um, and Pep is a total Tuchel simp, absolute <laughs> simp simp. He loves Tuchel. I loves think Tuchel's him. smarter than him for sure. Whoa! Yep, a, I'm calling it. It's a big Ooh, brain. Call. That is a, have you seen the size of Pep's brain? His head and the way it pulsates, and you think he's smarter? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's quality over quantity with brain matter. <laughs> I mean, the, two men, um, two men who haven't got a head of hair between them. So yeah. Tuchel looks like out. the bloke who, like, if they were on this at the same club, Tuchel would be the bloke behind the scenes making all the all the plays, and that and Pep's the front man. <laughs> there's, there's, been a, there's been a few changes for both these teams in goal, but um, since this one can't go to penalties, I don't think Kepa's going to play. Um, Mendy should be right. And then with um, Jobby, your boy, Scotty Carson, might drop back to third place um, now that uh, uh, Stefan's back through COVID and Edison should start there. So I think there's a couple of interesting things about that. So not so much a Scotty Carson move, Sean. Um, I think uh, to be expected. But these teams have the equal defensive best, uh, equal best defensive record in the competition right now. So both have only conceded one goal. And for City's like like woes against the top four this year with that one loss, um, they've only conceded one goal, and they still have the second best attack in the comp. But I really think it's it's going to be quite a, a war for possession here. Um, obviously, Manchester City love to have the ball, but can be exposed. But Chelsea's midfield, I think they're so good. Like, the, I don't think Chelsea have quite hit top gear, but they just keep grinding out results this year. But that midfield of Chelsea is just exceptional no matter who goes in there. So, like, who has the ball, I think, is really going to determine this game. I know it's obvious, but, yeah, it just it feels like they really want to be on top of the tempo and the pace. And if te- Chelsea can do that, they'll win the game. Yeah, despite that defensive stat, I still think there's going to be goals um, in this game. Like, I think the defensive stat, especially for Manchester City, might be a little bit misleading, right? Like, it implies that they're a good defensive team, but I don't think they are. I think there's gaps back there. They've already made a few changes at centre-back. Ake's come in um, a bunch. We haven't seen Stones at all. Um, Diaz has probably been the one that's played there all the time, and Laporte's been um, in and out as well um, with Ake. So, yeah, I think that that's a little bit misleading on Man City side. They're obviously not conceding goals because of just the weight of possession that they've got rather than to say they're actually a good defensive team. Or I think the opposites for Chelsea. I think they're yeah, actually really, really strong defensively and uh, and can be um, extremely hard to break down. I think the Liverpool game proves that. Yeah, I agree completely. I think like you look at the teams they've been able to get to City. I mean, the only goal they conceded was in a 1-0 loss to Tottenham, who are not good this year. And uh, Southampton, who like really got at City and were probably unlucky not to not to get a goal in that game. Um, and like Chelsea, you know, like you said, even though that even when they went ten on, against Liverpool, they still looked like resolute in the back line, and Liverpool weren't able to break them down. And like other than outside that game, they've looked completely solid and hardly got at. So um, yeah, I think Chelsea are just too strong defensively here, and then you know what they're like on again uh, get on the counter and even just working it forward. Um, they should be able to to get a just squeak out like a little one nil victory right here. Here I reckon. Yeah, I think um, it's sort of like they're obviously yeah two really good teams. For me, it's like just like scanning the teams for a slight chink in in one's armor. And for me, if I had to find one, yeah, it'd be Man City. Yeah, I think same as you sort of said, Sean. Maybe slightly defensively, 
Um, and if Chelsea do jobber, get that extra possession like in the midfield, Man City often, that's when they look the least comfortable, I find, against teams like in periods against Southampton and stuff when they were on the ball a bit more because they had, I think, decent possessions of periods. Um, that's when Man City look really uncomfortable when they have to sort of get into a defensive structure and sit sit like how Chelsea are pretty used to sitting. So I think if it goes that way, then yeah, Chelsea could could probably, I feel, win this quite comfortably, maybe 2-0, two, 2-1. Two yeah, yeah. So, Sean, who you got winning? You got Chelsea winning? Yeah, I think I've got Chelsea winning um, in a tight one. But, yeah, I still think there's goals in here. So, Chelsea for me. Jabba, who you got? I'm going to go draw. Draw? Draw, yeah. yeah. Could be right. All righty, let's go over to the uh, the redder side of Manchester. And it's United versus Aston Villa. Uh, I reckon this will be a pretty exciting game. Jabba, how are you seeing it? Uh, through rose-tinted spectacles, Sam. Um, obviously, a fairly horrible week for Manchester United. Just want to bring up that um, Anthony Martial has that Ballon d'Or um, clause in his contract. But apparently the team, the team at Manchester United are feeling fairly comfortable about that. Um, it's not going to bankrupt the club. I think it's about $30 billion or something like that. Uh, now, look, just a horrible, horrible week. It wasn't a terrible performance during the week. And Ollie said, oh, look, the boys had a go. But if you're Manchester United, that's probably not good enough. Um, you need to be grinding out those results in the first round of the Carabao Cup. Villa have been uh, patchy this season. But they do have some. Like they do have players who can really hurt you. Watkins and Ings. Um, they had Leon Bailey came on for a brief cameo last week and was outstanding. And like, holy shit, he's even faster than I remember. Um, so they've obviously got options up top. And Manchester United still a bit suspect at the back. But I think Manchester United with the full strength team should have too much quality for him. Yeah, I, I probably agree. I think um, it's hard to go past Manchester United um, in this fixture. Manchester United have, um, no, sorry, no Premier League team has won more games against any other opponent than Manchester United against Villa. That is the most won fixture in Premier League. There you history. go. So, um, yeah, it's hard to go against Manchester United in this. They've probably got too much. They'll change their team from the team that played during the week. If you look at Villa's form so far this season, I mean, two draws, two wins. Uh, sorry, one draw. Two wins, two losses. So a bit stuttery, um, which we probably expected with all the changes. So, yeah, with that said, I'm going Manchester United comfortably. Yeah, I, I, I think United will agree, be strong enough to get a, across the line. I think Villa will at least get one goal. Um, you know, like the best part of their team is going forward. Um, so I think they'll be able to cause that United back line a bit of trouble. Um I also think Jobber's favourite, McGinn, will be a lot to handle if they don't play like two defensive. So if they play like Pogba in that sort of like pivot role, I think they could cause a bit more trouble. Um, but like United will be able to catch them on the break with space and behind their their um, their fullbacks like Matty Cash. You see how high he plays um, and target on the other side. So, yeah, I think United should be too strong here. Yeah, I think... Um... So yeah, probably similar sentiment to you guys, I guess. I should stop going last. I just sound like I'm copying you guys. But yeah, I think uh, with United's form in the last 12 months of like, they've been good at getting those like tight results, ones where maybe they don't play the best or the other team like has some good chances. They squeak out like a 2-1, yeah. especially away from home. Penalties and luck. Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. So that luck doesn't seem to be running out. So I don't see it doing that. This weekend, either I think Man United will win. I think Villa have a chance, but I think I think just because of that reason, United will, will squeeze out by a goal. Boys, um, so obviously Manchester United are the great entertainers of the league. Leading scorers 
13 goals, more than Liverpool and Manchester City and Chelsea. But what minute will Ronaldo score in? I think it'll be about the 30th. 27. Yeah, take that. Yeah. I can right before the half again. Well, 40, he'll get a double 40, this week too, I'd say. So 44. Be ready for that. Captain yeah. him. All right. Captain yeah, ca- ca- captain him, triple captain him, do what you got to do. I'm going to transfer out my whole squad just to get him in. All righty. Let's move on to the next one we got here. Leicester City versus Burnley. Uh, ooh. <laughs> Is fighting words, Jabba? So, uh, yeah, I, it's, uh, it could be, a, could be a slightly tough game for Leicester, but at home I think they should be able to get across the line. They've had a bit of stuttering form this season, Shawno. So what do you think? You confident? Yeah, no, I wouldn't say I'm confident. I agree with the stuttering form um, comment. I mean, some of their performances have been up and down as well. I said last week that sometimes they, they play well and, and lose games and then next week don't play as well and end up winning. So, yeah, they're a little bit hard to predict at the moment, Leicester, but unbeaten in their last 10 against uh, Burnley. So six wins and a draw. Um, yeah, at home, I think they might be a little bit too dynamic for Burnley, um, but I can see some sort of um, crash and bash style from from Burnley, big Barnes up top, um, causing a little bit of problems for um, Leicester's back four. Um, but I think Leicester will get it done. This will be a tight one, though. Yeah, Sean, I think uh, this is going to be the week that you see Leicester play well and get the win, I think. I think because we, we all sort of agreed they've played well last week. So I think um, they're going to carry the form over to this game. They're going to be a bit too dynamic in their attack for Burnley and just kind of berate them all game, I think. And eventually Burnley will crack and won't have enough going the other way unless Soyuncu Chu plays 90 minutes, then Burnley are in with a chance. So, but <laughs> I think true. Leicester will get over the line here. Yeah. Sean, I'm guessing uh, they're not going to be rushing Johnny Evans back in the squad, so we should see a, a back four again from, yeah. from Leicester. No, I agree. You wouldn't. You, I don't think you'll see um, Johnny back yet. And then even if you were Johnny and you were ready to come back this week, you're probably looking at um, Chris Wood and Ashley Barnes and just going, oh, I'll take another week. I'll take yeah. another week. Yeah. I'm not really keen on getting an elbow to the throat in the second minute um, to start my <laughs> return off. This is this is one that could be good for Vestergaard, just like winning yeah. all headers over those two big guy over the top of them. So I agree. Yeah, I think Vestergaard yeah. will, will play will play well and be an important um, important role in this. So hopefully he doesn't like you know like last week where he's doing that um, inflatable arm man thing um, when he goes up for headers <laughs> and inflatable flailing arm tube man. But, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah Leicester, Leicester confidence will be up um, as opposed to the last couple of weeks after that huge win in the Carabao. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think I think less to be too strong, um, and Burnley. Like, I mean, on the other side of thing, Burnley haven't really shown much at all this year. Like they've they've uh, got one draw at one point. So that's all they've got so far. And yeah, four losses. Yeah. Kind of reminded me of a bit like uh, Sheffield United last year. Not not as bad as them, but like just stri- really struggling to score. Not Scott losing forward. by heaps. Yeah, yeah, really not losing by heaps, but str- struggling to score. And that four year deal for Dashi hasn't paid dividends yet. <clears throat> bit disappointing. So. Let's move on to the next one here. Leeds versus West Ham. Everybody get your bets on for over two and a half goals because <laughs> West Ham will get at least three and Leeds may nick one as well. So, uh, yeah, Josh, how are you seeing this one? Pretty high scoring as well? Yeah, I think I think West Ham are going are to get this one. Um, but I think both teams are going to score a couple. I'm, I'm going to... Go with a 3-2 to West Ham. And Antonio's back this week, isn't he? He was only one week out. 
We yeah, he's that. back. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. Well, all right, cool. I'll put him, put him back in my fantasy. And I think he's going to bag a double and an assist. He's going to be coming in red hot and uh, he'll be unstoppable, especially, I think, yeah, Le- Leeds can be a bit sus at the back sometimes, not because they're like bad players, just because they when they push forward so much, they stretch a lot. And then it's sort of easy to, they're a bit thin at the back when another team's counter them. So I think that's going to play into West Ham's sort of style um, and they're going to get the gonna get the result. Job, what do you reckon? So Leeds are without a win this season for the first time in their history. Uh, so, sorry, for the first time since 1935, without uh, have they gone six games at the start of the season without winning? They've conceded five goals in their last two home games as well. Um, they should have won last week against Newcastle. That was a layup to get them off the mark. But West Ham obviously coming off a huge week, beating Manchester United. Like, I just think they're going to be riding high. Leeds, like, they've got a very... Um, a very interesting style, but I think that could play once your confidence starts to go a little bit. I feel like then the work rate could drop a little bit, and they could be stretched. And all these things are sort of yeah. like look, I'm looking at these being like I just can't see them beating this highly confident, informed West Ham team. Yeah, I mean, like Leicester, oh, sorry, Leicester Leeds love to like press high, and then uh, West Ham love to counter. So if you break that that press, you're on. And like Josh said, they their backline just gets stretched so much. Um, and they're also not a very strong into like physically strong defensive team. Like they're pretty good ball players, but not like big, big blokes themselves. So someone like Antonio could bully that defense. They're, um, they're short on center backs as well this week, Sam. I think they've got a couple of injuries. Hmm. Is, um, is, uh, what's his guy got sent off against Harvey Elliott? Dallas. No, no, it's not. Um, it's not Dallas. No. Dallas is in my fantasy team, so it's not Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. Is he still yeah. he's still out because of that red card, right? Yeah, he got three games. He would have got three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's right. So they're missing him and some others, but yeah, that doesn't look good for him. Uh, I think I'm leaning towards West Ham. So um, West Ham are looking to win three consecutive games against Leeds for the first time in 72 years. So Jobber, yeah, your birth date. Um, Antonio's oh. never scored in nine previous games against Leeds. So, Halsey, I will be questioning if you double-captain him that he's the least scorey against Leeds than any other team. Um, so, but I think a time for it to happen. Uh, yeah, it's true. That's true. Um, but I think, yeah, I think West Ham will just have too much quality. Leeds haven't had a great start to the season. I think they're still trying to find their, their best 11 or trying to find a settled 11. So, yeah, and good win for um, West Ham during the week. So, yeah, I'm going West Ham. Awesome. All righty. Next one here, we got the Brentford Bees versing uh, Liverpool. So this is in London, this game, Brentford home one, uh, that lovely stadium where you can see the freeway behind it. Really good spot. So, uh, yeah, I think this would be a good challenge for Liverpool. But, uh, Josh, are you confident going into this one? Yeah, I think Brentford have been, I wouldn't say surprise, oh, well, yeah, probably a surprise package. They've, they've been pretty good this year, pretty entertaining. Um but I think this will be one of those ones that might be a bit of a reality check for them. I think I'm confident that Liverpool will get the win here. The only thing is whether it's a clean sheet or not, to be honest. Because I think I imagine they'll bring Van Dyke, Matic back after the midweek stuff, and that'll solidify the backline a bit, play a bit more of a regular a back four, probably with Alex and Arnold in there as well if he's fit. And he's yeah, is, he's he, is he back? Because I need him in my fantasy team. Yeah, I think he was. It was. It was illness. Was the was the quoted um reason last week so i assume he's got it over that um and i think yeah they'll might even be not a bad week to triple captain mo salah i reckon he could bag a couple 
Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if, like, I know Trent was out last week, so I'm not sure they'll, they'll rush him back. Like, Milner did just yeah. fine, and I think yeah. if there's a game that you can not have um, Trent in, this might be it. So, yeah, I think you might see Trent miss out again. I think illness usually precedes, like, uh, COVID as well, right? It's always Heaps COVID. have been, like, yeah, people have always been out with yeah, illness. Yeah. Like, Ben White was out with illness, and then next week, COVID. COVID. Yeah. So, he could have COVID, uh, Alexander, which isn't good for him. Players never used team. to get sick, so, yeah. It could yeah, be more of a exactly. Maradona-type illness, do you know what I mean, from his playing days. Um, we just don't know yet. It's probably yeah. um, uh, block, block nose. So, boys, <laughs> deviated. Um, so, boys, <laughs> if Mo Salah scores this weekend, he'll be the fastest Liverpool player to reach 100 top flight goals, beating the record held previously by Roger Hunt. Is it time to put some respect on Mo Salah's name? Oh, fuck off. That fucking mm. saying. I'm so over Can it. Can you throw out some stats, yeah, like some comparisons, Jobber, with some other popular Scott African strikers? Scored a shitload of goals really fast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so he'll, if he'll catch Drogba. Uh, I think Drogba's got 104 which is a good hint for later. Um, but, yeah, look, I think Liverpool are just way too good for Brentford. Liverpool have been, I think, the best team so far this season. Um, all the results, all the Cheers, goals, mate. everything. Um, that wasn't for you. That yes, was based that's purely not, on... That's not directed at you, Josh. No, that, that was... Put some, that was put a some respect on Josh's name. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> about time. my opinion. Um, so, no, look, just been very impressive. I can't see... I, like, Burnley, like, I think they were impressive in patches against Wolves, but I don't think... They were overly impressive, and Wolves certainly helped their cause. I think Liverpool are going to absolutely hammer them again this week, and I think you're going to see a win, two 0 by more than three goals. I reckon yes. it will take it will take Liverpool some time to break Brentford down, but they will break them down eventually because Brentford are pretty pretty good defensively, um, but they will get broken down. Like Liverpool got too much for them, and they won't they be can't able to stop it. it. Yeah, yeah, straightforward <laughs> for me. Liverpool win here. Yeah, easy. Alrighty. And the last one we want to look at here, it's a North London derby. Arsenal versus Tottenham. Every time a Tottenham game comes up, Jobber wants to be the first to talk about it. So ta- have the floor, mate. It's yours. Barney, is this a relegation battle? Is this a six-pointer? <laughs> I, I, I had a look at this. If if Arsenal win by a few goals, they'll actually go above Tottenham on the on the table. Well, which into like 14th? Rid- oh, what's that? Jump, jump eight no, spots. It's just like, <laughs> but you go two weeks ago and you say Arsenal the worst team in the comp and now... Tottenham could be potentially underneath them after this weekend. Like it's just a real turn of fates, and yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm worried because we we don't usually go too well at uh, like when it's at the Emirates, like when it's when it's at uh, our home ground. It's it's a bit easier sometimes. We're usually more likely to get a result, but at Arsenal we haven't got a great record, and I mean it's going to be a spicy affair. We know that North London derby um, between two teams who you know aren't high on confidence at the moment. Um, but really for me, it's like a bit of a coin toss at the moment. I. I, I think Tottenham might be able to get across the line, but at the same time, it could be a draw. It could be a blowout. You never know. Yeah. Well, like you've got two, um, two teams who are just bang out of form. So I think that should um, should point to a really good game, actually, between the two. Um, and I think probably Tottenham is just going to edge it here. I'm backing Harry Kane to come good. Um, 11 goals, top scorer in the, in the North London derby of all time. Um, so I think... I think I'm going to lean towards Spurs, and I'm hoping Spurs win just for the better. Yeah, I think obviously yeah, it's it's a, it's a derby geographically, but I don't think it's going to play like one. Um, I hope for Tottenham's sake they get the win. Otherwise, that's like we've had a lot of red flags for their season so far, but this is going to be a big one. I think if they they lose again, um, huge, huge. Yeah, I think and the, I think they they're better than Arsenal. I reckon. 
absolutely. So I, 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 I will say that I think Tottenham will win this by at least like, no, just by one goal. I'm not going to go out and say too, anything too crazy. Um, and if Harry Kane starts, I think he'll get a goal too. So both of you boys are tipping a defensive midfielder to open the scoring. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. How's he, how's he going to do that from halfway when he's, you know, pinging those diags out to... I thought he was a right winger. No one. Um, yeah, he's a winger now. Yeah, so obviously two teams very much down on confidence and Tottenham have won just one of their last 28 away league games against Arsenal and were, like, for patches last week against Chelsea, they were much better than they were the week before against Crystal Palace, but they're still just so far from where they need to be. Arsenal so low on confidence. My biggest concern about having to get up and watch this game is where is a goal going to come from? Because I don't share you boys' faith in Harry. He's looked yeah. so short of confidence and he's just, he's really just like, he's buggering around out there. He's doing nothing and he just looks so unlikely. Hopefully Sonny can sort of get him going, but like, I just can't see how either team is going to have the quality to score in this. See, um, that's where you're wrong, Job. See, you're thinking that um, I'm relying on both attacks. No, I'm actually, ah, I'm actually relying Benny on White. Yeah, Benny White and, um, Benny and Eric White. Dyer. So um, that's where I think the goals will come from. Yeah, this game has like terrible own goal or like really shit back pass, intercepted goal, yeah, like written all happening. over it. That's happening. This is, not, this, is not, this, is, this is not a game to put in your multi because it it's, could go anyway. It's like the stoppable force meets the movable object. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! So oh, good we yours. got no no Stevie Bergwijn and no Lucas Moura for Tottenham. I think Moura is a big loss for Moura Tottenham. Is, like yeah. you see, you yeah. see him when he plays in like a more central role. How much he drives the ball forward, which Tottenham lack massively. So he's a big miss. Um, no ballet. Yeah. Is he going to play um, oh, more than let's hope, more than let's fifty minutes, not. or will he go? Um, because after 50 minutes, he looks like he's playing um, on sand. So he so. played He played a full 90 midweek in the cup. Oh, that was good. Okay, so first, first half, played pretty well, uh, scored a goal. Second half, gave away two balls for for goals. So <laughs> I would be getting him off after the first half. He was he, knackered, mate. Get off his back. <laughs> he goes from Champions League form to bloody Austria ninth tier in yeah. 20 minutes. Yeah. Just hate button blokes everywhere yeah. in the field. Yeah. All righty. That's, uh, that's all the in-depth looks at the games. Uh, we've got a few other uh, games you want to look at. Some quick results. So I'll just throw quickly around. Everton, Norwich. Josh, how you see it? Toffees. Yeah, come Everton, back into form. Going to get up. Yeah, yeah comfortably. Toffees. Sticky toffees. toffees. Sticky toffees and Shawno. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Norwich are just so bad. That's more a reflection on how bad Norwich are than um, if uh, Everton can beat them. So, yeah, Everton. Yeah, good game for Everton to come back into form. All righty. Uh, next one we got Watford, Newcastle, Shawno. Um, going Newcastle, I think they'll uh, they'll get their first win of the season here. Jabba? Yeah, I'm a Sean Toonami. Sar can't get him behind a defence that's already in its 18 yard box. So I'm going with Newcastle. <laughs> Josh. Yeah, nah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm leaning towards Newcastle as well. It'll be a close one, but I think, yep, Newcastle. Yeah, I Honey? agree. A- ASM hat trick. Uh, next one Southampton, Wolves. Uh, Jabba, who you like here? Southampton. Wolves really pissed me off last week. Yeah, they were bad. They were bad. Josh. Uh, Jabba, you don't think um, Trioro will finally score? Not not this week. No, all right, no. Yeah, me either. Not after I, last week's shambolic display. No, I don't either yeah. at all. I think Southampton will, will get over the line here too. Shawno? Uh nil nil. No goals here. Snooze fest. I'm gonna put my money where my mouth is and Adama will break his duck. Wolves oh, will lose that. That's big. Oh, all right. Ooh, I don't mind that. 
Uh, last... <laughs> Convince me, Sam. <laughs> it doesn't take much. All right, last one. Crystal Palace versus Brighton. Sure, no. <laughs> Why is this a derby? What are these weird highway the derby? derby? Oh, fucking annoying. Um, <laughs> but I think Brighton, because they can score goals this season. Um, they were, they were, yeah, rather impressive so far this season. Um, so I think that coupled with the fact that I tipped Vieira to get sacked um, first, I really need uh, Brighton to do a number on Palace. <laughs> Jebba? So um, if Manchester City lose to Chelsea and Brighton win, they open up a five-point gap on Manchester City for the Champions League spots. So I'm gonna go <laughs> That's <with Brighton>. hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Josh? Yeah, I'm going to go with Brighton too. And I also think this will be a bit of a surprise package for the week. I think this will be a, a rather entertaining match. So, yeah, but I think Brighton will get the win. Yeah, I agree. Brighton will win and they'll win the derby for best bird in the Premier League. All righty. So we throw over to uh, Jobber for a bit of a different one this week. Sean, over to you. So, boys, in my role um, of continuous improvement on the pod, I've actually changed the game up this week. So what I want to do is I want to I want to pit you against each other because I feel like there's not enough jeopardy and you just all sit here and agree with each other all week. All week. So I'm like, well, mm. what I need to do is is make his compete, make his hungry, a bit of Darwinism. Darwinism. So there are 10 Premier League strikers, and they are all strikers. They're not these pseudo-wingers who have scored more than 150 goals in the Premier League. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to chuck to one of you first, and you just have to name one until you get knocked out. So, so what? how many goals? Over 150. 150. Premier League goals. All Premier right. League goals. There's one Ballon d'Or winner in there as well, if you can figure out who that is. Yeah, I know who that is. All right, so, Sean, you've got a bit of swag this morning and you've got your XXXL youth Ben Sherman on this morning. So I'll throw <laughs> over to you first and then we'll go to Barney and then we'll go to Halsey and we'll work our way through to find a champion. I'll go the um, Ballon d'Or winner, Michael Owen. Son Clever, love that. Bitch. That's that's good, love that. Barney, over to you. can't believe you actually got 150. Um, surely, oh, Aaron, Alan, Alan. Put some respect on his name. Alan Shearer, top of that list. Uh, I thought you were going to say Alan St. Maximum when you're talking about Newcastle legends. But yeah, no, you love that guy. That's correct. Hold I reckon he's going to score 150 this week. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go. Oh, jeez. I'm going to go with uh, Robbie Fowler. That's correct. Obviously, Blackburn Rover legend Robbie Fowler yep. with no games, in, <laughs> no goals in three games. Um, scored a cup for Liverpool as well. Shorto, who you got? I'll go for Everton legend Wayne Rooney. <laughs> Wazza, second on the list. Should have been first. <laughs> Should have hung on. He's got problems at Derby, but he's still high on this list. But Sergio Haguero. Pronunciation aside, correct? <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Oh, now it's uh, bumped in seats time, Halsey. Yeah. Hey? Yeah. <laughs> sweat patches uh, getting uh, in. Uh, he's out of uh, the Ian Rush? Yeah. Ian Rush is about a thousand. <laughs> Ian Rush oh, is you, not you, on the list. Specifically the Premier League era. <laughs> specifically. Oh, no one cares so about the relaxed. first division. No one existed before he's, he's Facebook. A such, a Liverpool, such a Liverpool player thing to, to reference <laughs> is, the old leagues. Um, <laughs> all right. So uh, I'm going to stick you back down with the History Channel, Halsey. And we're down to Barney and Paisy. So, Sean, you're next. 
Um, I'm going to go future Man City legend Harry Kane. Ah, oh. correct. I knew I, I knew got- that one because that's what you were going to say. Venus, I, had it, I, had it, I had it loaded as like as my banker if I didn't oh, know. Okay. I'm gonna say uh, Thierry Henry. Yeah, love that, Sam. Love that. One of your favourites, yeah. obviously. Broke love your heart many's a time. Oh, All right, there's three to go, Sean. Um, I'm gonna go um, another Man City legend. I'm gonna go Frank Lampard. Man City legend and West Ham United legend, Dirty Frank Lampard. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> I thought you said they're all strikers, Jobba. <laughs> I tricked you. <laughs> oh. Bit of jeopardy, I told you. <laughs> Continuous I, improvement. Get on your toes, Sam. Threw out all my pseudo wingers. Maybe there's a uh, defender in there. I don't know. I'm, so there's I two think... to go. Jermaine Defoe. Oh, I love that from you, Sam. <laughs> He's a legend of about 5,000 clubs. Um, <laughs> but I think, yeah, he scored the bulk of his goals with Spurs. 91 in 276 so is that, appearances. Is that There's right? one to go. So, Sean, if you get this... Right, you win. If you get it wrong, Barney, I'll give you a chance to get it right. Um, it is Andy Cole. Shut the front gate. Sean wins. Oh, yeah. I, was gonna, I, was, I, was, yeah, I was throwing up between I was gonna go York and Ian Wright. I had York and yeah. Cole, but then I was like, Cole's yeah. been there longer and he had that um, Newcastle stint. He had like a 40-goal season, I believe. One Did he? Year. Um, for Newcastle before he went to Manchester United. I was going to say, he played for lots of clubs as well, didn't he? So yeah, yeah that, he did that's, what, that's what Newcastle. made me pick him over Yorkie. Yeah. So, oh, do I get any right of reply here? What's this? Uh, no, I make the rules up as I go along. Uh, well done, Sean. Sean, you are the second smartest person on the pod. Wow. Barney, you dropped down to third. And Halsey, you are a lonely, lonely fourth. I mean, um, at least I didn't just, say just Ian in front Rush. of Balotelli. Halsey, so that's good. <laughs> oh, yeah. With your, with your big, wet brain. <laughs> Oh, here's with a multi-job. What do we got? We're back, we're yeah. back so in the game this week. Dollar Dom is back in the game and he is, is he? very excited about this one. So we've got, just got a four-legger here. So Good to see Everton, him back. Everton to beat Norwich, $1.67. Leicester Burnley, under two and a half goals. Southampton versus Wolves. We've got Southampton and draw, so double chance. And then Leeds versus West Ham, Leeds and draw, $1.57. So $10 redos will pay $76.11. That's that's not, not enough. That has gone against everything we've discussed in the past hour. I love it. Again, continuous improvement. And I'm always yeah. asked for this to be posted on our socials, so um, make sure it's up there mm. on our socials. If that's all right. Yeah, I'll route it through India. All right. Any more for any more, or are you into the football for the weekend? Oh, let's get into it. Yeah, that's it, boys. Right. Go United. <laughs> Some Man City fan apparently slugged him. Oh, I like Jeremy. Shit, you're old. It was a direct attack at you. Like, you look every bit 30, huh? He'll be killed by a number of men in the dugout. Watch, watch, rumbles on. Pina colada, large one. 